Thank you, Father. We are grateful as a family that none of us is lost. We thank you. We are grateful that every day in and day out you bring us together to dine at your feet. This morning we have come again all about you. Father, teach us how to thank you well. Put us into remembrance as a family of all that you have done for us. Teach us, Lord, how to thank you well. We want to thank you because we are grateful. We thank you, Father, as a family. We join our hands together and say, Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our hearts are full of thanks. Accept our praise and minister your heart unto us. As you teach us, bring our minds back to all that you have done. Give us the grace to thank you and thank you. And never to complain, but to appreciate you and to show gratitude to you. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Hallelujah. Please kindly be seated. One of the things we must never take for granted is the doings of the Lord. What God does for us every day. We must never ever take it for granted. Scripture points to the fact that God hates ungrateful people. God hates anybody who shows ingratitude to him. Deuteronomy 8 verse 11 to 18. God always stays away from people who are always ungrateful. He says, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full, and have built beautiful houses and dwelt in them. And when your herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all that you have, all that you have is multiplied. When your heart is lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. Who led you through that great and terrible wilderness in which there were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land where there was no water who brought water for you out of the flinty rock? Who fed you in the wilderness with manna which your fathers did not know that ye might humble you and that ye might test you to do you good in the end? Then you say in your heart, my power and my might of my hand have gained me this wealth. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Sometimes we forget the doings of the Lord because what God does for us, especially in a year, are a lot. We can't all remember all that God has done for us from January up until now. Because there are many. Sometimes too, we forget when or we take things as normal when it's always repetitive. It's something that repeats itself. It's something that happens every day. It takes as normal. Other times too, whatever that we get without stress becomes like a norm for us. So we don't place value on it. Walking from your house to church, you got here safely. What's so particular about it? There's nothing. It was without stress. Hallelujah. Waking up in the morning was without stress. With no effort of ours. But we take it as normal. Sometimes when it happens like that, we forget to give God things. But the most dangerous thing you can ever do is to take the doings of the Lord as a norm. 
the most dangerous thing you can ever do is not to notice or not to notice what God is doing in your life. God wants us to always remember. He wants us to always recognize and to appreciate all that he has done for us. Can I have the Deuteronomy 32 verses um, 18 to 20? Deuteronomy 32, 18 to 20. Of the rock who begot you, you are unmindful and you have forgotten the God who fathered you. And when the Lord saw it, he spawned them because of the provocation of his sons and his daughters. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end will be for they are perverse generation, children in whom there is no faith. Hallelujah. Do you know that God actually wiped out a whole generation because of ingratitude? God wiped out a whole generation. He said 20 years and upward will not enter the land of promise, the land of Canaan. Because of one thing they did was ingratitude. Ingratitude, actually, if you are an ungrateful person, it brings out so many things. That he mentioned that last week, complaining. Memory, every little thing you're complaining. Ingratitude. God wiped them all out. Except two people, Joshua and Caleb. They were the only two people who were able to make it to the promised land because Bible records they followed God wholly. They didn't complain. They appreciated what God was doing in their lives. Hallelujah. Let us not be among people who, who always remember. But let us be a family who is a church of gratitude. That is something that is noted about us as a church. That in this church, they are so grateful. Let us not be among those who complain. But always thank God for how far he has brought us. Was that last Friday, last Friday morning... I don't know, I just saw it on social media. A young lady friend, a friend's sister actually, young lady, early in the morning she's gone. And I just said, God, people are dropping, but we are still standing. They are no different from us. They are dropping, but we are still standing. It is not for anything, but the doing of the Lord. That is why God is telling us that. And that is why we must understand that we have to be grateful to God for everything he's doing. Bible says that God has no sleep. He doesn't slumber. He's always watching what his children eat and what comes to us at every point in time. God is always guarding us. He's always watching us. Can you imagine for a minute? If God should sleep for one second, what will happen? God is always watching and ensuring what comes to us at every point. So God knows what comes to you. He knows that he has to guard his children. He can protect them and feed them and give to them everything they need. He knows. The least we can do is to thank him. There is absolutely nothing that we can ever give to God to thank him. There is nothing that we can ever give to God to thank him for what he does for us. This morning, I think God deserves a clap. No, this clap is too small. Give a shout out to the Lord. He's a good God. He's done as good as the church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let me have Romans 1 verse 21, please. This should be our attitude. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. 
They knew God. They knew that this was a doing of the Lord. But they were not mindful. They didn't give him any regard. They didn't appreciate him for what he was doing. May you never be among those who are unmindful of God. May you never be among those who are mindful of the things and the doings of the Lord in your life. May you never be counted amongst such people in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Don't take the daily happenings in your life for granted. Thank God for everything that comes to you every day. Because he knows what comes to you. Hallelujah. Now I want to take us through some of the reasons why we must thank God. Some of the reasons, the reasons why we must be grateful unto God. Hallelujah. I, 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 I'm, I'm so humbled this morning for the testimonies that were shared. I'm so, so humbled. If the Lord had not been on our side, all the testimonies that had been shared, children would lie on the bed and their bed would catch fire and their children are safe. Ah, this God is so good. There are so many reasons why, but I'm going to take us through about eight of them. Because those things, oftentimes, we take them for granted. And the first thing happens to be our salvation. Oftentimes, we take our salvation for granted. There's one area that we oftentimes overlook. Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9. And also, let me have Psalm 3 verse 8 on standby, please. Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And not that and not and that's not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. The greatest gift God gave to us for us to be saved. I think I believe that as a church, as a family, as people, every day of our lives, we should always thank God that we are saved. We should always thank God that we are saved. Because it was not of our own will that we gave our lives. This morning I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking, I said that as we were coming to church, I was thinking, I was like, the whole world cannot be saved. Do you know that? The whole world cannot be saved. Not every, no, the whole entire world, it, it cannot be saved. God has appointed some people to be saved. And you can count it amongst those who God chose to be saved. There are some who have sold their souls to the devil and they don't even care. They don't care the consequences of their acts. They don't just don't care. But thank God that you are saved. Because listen, if you were not saved, do you know where you would have been by now? Can you imagine? If you were not saved, you didn't know God. The way the devil will, blow, will throw you like a ball. And kick you left and right like a belly belly. The frustrations. Sometimes people end their life because they don't know God. They end their lives. They can't take what they're going through. Hallelujah. Anyone who doesn't value his or his salvation oftentimes live a double life. Anyone who doesn't value their salvation. Live. No. If you value your salvation, will it be, do you have to be told time and time again not to sin? If something is so valuable to us, will we be always, you know, would we have to struggle with sin? No. Because you know the consequences. If God had not saved me, where would my end be like? Sometimes, I weep when I hear that somebody has died and I ask, was a person born again? If they tell the person that was not born again, I cry. But if the person is born again, I cry later, I stop because the person is not lost. But the person who died without knowing God is the one who is actually going to condemnation. So I weep for that person. Do you know how your end would have been like? Do you know that it takes grace to be in the house of God? Do you know that it takes grace to come to church every Sunday morning? 
do you think that was of our own will? Ah, every human being always wants to be in his own comfort. Lie in bed, watch TV, be comfortable. What, what is the age that you have to come to church? Pastor has not called you, but has called you. You get up in the morning, get, get your kids ready and come to church. It is grace at work. Because Bible says that those who don't know God, they have been blinded. Can I have something to cover my eyes? They have, who has a cloth? They are blinded. They don't know where. They, they are just lost. Let me show how a blind person is. Let me have Second Corinthians 4 verse 4. 2 <laughs> Corinthians 4 verse 4. Whose mind the God of this age has blinded. Who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the, of, the, of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Now you can blindfold me. When a person is blind, doesn't know where he's going. He just goes, he follows his instincts. He doesn't know where he's going. He's just blind. He doesn't know. He doesn't see any light. He doesn't see anything. But thank God you are not blindfolded. Thank God you are walking in the light of God. Thank God for grace at work in your life. Thank God every day of your life that you, you, all, you have the grace to come to church, to listen to God's word, for your life to become better. Thank God for salvation. Sometimes people will ask you, why do you go to church? Uh, why? Go out and sit down playing football. Go out and sit down eating on Sunday morning. Some are at the beach side. They are training on Sunday morning. Some are washing on Sunday morning. But thank God. You are in church. Hallelujah. It is grace at work in your life. I jealous you. Tell somebody I jealous you. Hey, you are saved. I jealous you. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to be saved. Let me have some, some three verses. Eight. Psalm 3 verse 8. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. Salvation belongs. It's the right of God. And he gives to who he chooses. Jesus Christ said, you, you cannot come unto me unless you have been permitted by my father. You cannot come unto me. Let us not take our salvation for granted. Let's value the gift of salvation God has given unto us. Hallelujah. I don't know how our life would have been like without Jesus. But there's somebody said that there's no Jesus, no life. Hallelujah. I don't know how, how our lives would have been, the frustrations and the oppressions. I don't know how we would have tackled it and handled it all by ourselves. But that man who died on the cross, he takes our curse. What a blessing. Glory to God. The second reason why you must thank God is the gift of life. I just want to draw our minds back, the gift of life. Psalm 3 verse 5. Psalm 3 verse 5. I laid down and slept. I awoke. For the Lord sustained me. Being alive is not by chance or by luck. Sometimes, some, some of us, when we die, when we sleep, we die. You don't hear anything that goes on. It rains, nothing. And upon you ask, hey, did it rain? Nothing, nothing, nothing. That's, but it's amazing when somebody sleeps. Ends asleep. What caused that person to wake up in the morning? Last Friday, I was sharing. I checked that a friend of mine lost his child, six-year-old boy. Six years. He went to sleep. He didn't get up again. None of that boy was was not well. Old. The boy was very, very well, very, very healthy. Went to school, came back very kicky. Did his homework. Went to eat with his, sister, with his siblings, and they all went to sleep. In the morning, the kids were all up. He was still in bed. 
the older boy was asked to go and call your younger brother to get up. He said, Mommy, I think that he's, 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 he's weak. When he, when he touched him, his hand was like this. So he went to call the father. The father went, lifted the boy up. In the States, a friend, a very close friend of mine, was more like a sister. They called the ambulance. When they go to the, the hospital, has passed on. And I, I, I was weeping that God, we get up every day and sometimes do we even forget to say thank you. Even children die in their sleep. We wake up in the morning and then we are, we are so busy thinking about what we'll do. We are so, we, most of the time, some of us will get up in the morning, stretch to the bathroom, what, 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 and then off. Not even a thank you. Sometimes, when you remember, you see the thank you in the car. Oh, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I bless you in the name of the Lord. Amen. I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustained me. When you slept, do you know those who came on you? Hallelujah. When you slept, do you know the forces that came into your room trying? Sometimes, I, I remember those times, it used to happen to me. You sleep, and then you see somebody standing on you. You can't, even kick, you can't even kick your leg. You can't, and they want to strangle you in your sleep. But thank God, you sleep, you wake up. You sleep, you wake up. You sleep, you wake up. From today to December, you sleep, you wake up. Glory to God. There is not something that money can buy. Nobody can provide this except God. Hallelujah. When you wake up to see a new moon, every time I see another breaking of the day, I say thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Every time oh, breaking of the day, I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says even the birds, they thank oh Lord. They're always whispering. <laughs> Thanking the sea, the wind, the leaves, the trees, they wave their hands and thank the Lord. How much more you and I? How much more you and I? Don't let us not take our life, our, our, our living for granted. Daddy always says this. He, I, I, it's, there are some, some of the things that Daddy says that you cannot forget. He said, Who promised you tomorrow? Daddy always says this in this church. Who promised you tomorrow? That you think that tomorrow will automatically come. Hallelujah. You wake up in the morning, go down on your knees and thank the Lord. But I spend some time with the Father and thank Him. Glory to God. The third reason why we must be grateful to God is for special deliverances from satanic and demonic attacks. Psalm 124 verse 1 to 8. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel now say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the, the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help, let's read it together. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. I thought you'd give a clap to the Lord. 
The enemy didn't think that you come this far. No, 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 no. He didn't think. He didn't think or imagine that you can make it to December 2018. He didn't think. But the Lord did not give us as prey to their teeth. He didn't cause our enemies to laugh over us. Hallelujah. Listen, there's every cause for us to thank the Lord. Oftentimes, the things that we see are few. But if God should open our eyes to see the forces that fight against us in the spirit, that God delivers us. How God is always fighting on our behalf. Ephesians 6 verse 12. Let me have that verse, please. Ephesians 6 verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. The forces that fight against us are so many. They're coming from, David said that they are, they, 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 they are more than the hair on my head. That is what David said in, in Psalm 69 verse 4. He said, the enemy, my enemies are more than the hairs on my head. They press you on every side. But God always, always, all the time. Some we see, some we don't even see. That is why you're thanking God. Thank God for sin on sin deliverances. Yesterday, we were going to visit our, our daughter, our first daughter in school. And something happened on the motorway. <laughs> it's a car in front of us. Another car, a taxi, a small taxi, like, more like a, an Uber kind of taxi, in front of that car was in front of us. All of a sudden, it stopped on the motorway. It stopped. And because oh, there's a, a white man who didn't know where he was going, and the driver, instead of you just going off the road, he just slowed down the motorway with a high speed. The car in front of us, and my husband was like, turn the car like this. And all the kids were in the car. And all I said was, I, I, I just said, the cars behind us will just bang on us. And when we're leaving the house, something told me to get the kids to wear the seatbelt. Get the kids to wear their seatbelt. So I said, oh Lord, thank you. Look at what the devil was planning against us. Hallelujah. God always fights for us. The things the enemy plans against us, they are many. But God always delivers us from them all. He delivers us from them. That is why we are still standing here. Hallelujah. There's a song that is coming on my heart. If I start singing, we're not close now. The things that God does are many. Romans 8 verse 31. Romans 8 verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If the Lord is for us, who can be against us? Ah, Christ Jubilee, we have a God. Christ Jubilee, we have a God. Sometimes you hear some of the testimonies that come. It's not all the testimonies that people come and shame because some of them are shy. But the things that God is doing in the lives of his people, if God was not here, I don't know what else to say. Indeed, God is for us. Who then can be against us? Let me also have Proverbs 18 verse 10, please. If God is for us, who, who, who can be against us? They will try, they will fail. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are safe. You are safe because you are in the house of the Lord. I said you are safe because you are in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have come this far because God delivered us. Let's be grateful. Because sometimes we don't see the army that is with us. Let me have 2 Kings verse 6, 14 to 17. Sometimes we think that we are alone. 
But I need you to understand this one that you are not alone. Because you be the Bible didn't say you are fighting against principalities. You said you are fighting against principalities. Means there are many. So there's an army with us. Let's read this verse. Second Kings um, uh, 6, 14 to 17. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servants of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And a servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Listen to this. You have come this far because there's fire around you. There's an army of the Lord always guarding you. That is why the enemy cannot triumph over you. They will triumph and they will fail. Glory to God. There is an army always with you. As you go and come in daily, they will try, they'll fail. Because none can fight the army of the Lord. If the Lord is on our side, who can be against us? Let us be thankful to the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us always be thankful to the Lord. The fourth reason why we must be thankful to God, or must be grateful to God, is for forgiveness of sins. Psalm 130 verse 3 to 4. Psalm 130 verse 3 to 4. We have every cause to thank the Lord. I, I'm praying that this man will not ask God for anything. Just to thank him. Every day. We'll sing unto the Lord. We'll make a melody unto him. We'll cry out our tears. We'll cry out to him. And tell him how grateful we are. If you Lord shall mark iniquities. Oh Lord. Who can stand? Let's go, let's go. But there is forgiveness with you that you may be feared. God is a very merciful God. Because sometimes we try, we try, we try, but we fall. We rise up again. But God is always, always merciful with us. If we should count our sins against us, if God should count all the sins that we have done, the secret sins, if God should mark them all against us, who? who? No, none of us can stand. But he does not look upon our sins. Every day we sin, we go to him, we cry out to him, Father, Abba, Father, forgive me, I have sinned. And he forg- look at the Father. Sometimes our elderly parents cry. Sometimes you, you wrong them and they find it difficult to forgive. But not this wonderful heavenly father. We sin, he has mercy. He forgives us all our iniquities. He doesn't mark our iniquities against us. And the most wonderful thing about his forgiveness is that you, you, when, you know, when you pray to God to forgive you, you know and you are convinced that you are forgiven. So you are peaceful. You don't feel guilty. That is why none of us can say that we feel guilty for the sins committed from January up until now. You are so guilty. You are so guilty. You're living in guilt. No. Because you know that God, you, you just know that you are forgiven. So you feel free. When you sleep, you sleep. Hallelujah. Who can say that God has not forgiven him or his or her sins? Let me see my hand and we pray for you. He has forgiven us all our sins. The sins that we normally and unnormally committed. He has had mercy on us. And because, listen, in the Old Testament, the Bible says that in the Old Testament, if you sin, you are stoned. You, 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 you pay for your own sins. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. The blood that removes all our stains. Let's thank God. Let's thank God 
For all, let, let me have um, um, Psalm 32 verse 1. Psalm 32 verse 1. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Let's roll, please. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. What a blessing. Blessed is the man whose sins are not counted against you. You are blessed, though. Say, I am blessed. Say, I am blessed that all my sins are forgiven. Say, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. I thought we clap for Lord. Lord. Glory to God. The fifth reason why you must be grateful to God is for good health. For health. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all iniquities, who heals all all your diseases. Listen to this. I've been in and out of the hospital the whole of last week. I go there three times a day because my daughter was on admission after she delivered. So I go there in the morning, give her food, go in the afternoon, evening, and I watch people. They have this center in the hospital, the dialysis center. People go do battling with um, kidney kind of um, whatever, malfunction. And there are lots of people, lots of people sitting there. Do you know the thousands of money that people pay just to stay alive? Can we take a deep breath? Breathe in, out. You do pay for it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You will never be on oxygen all the days of your life in the name of Jesus. I said you will never be on oxygen all the days of your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We don't pay for the air that we breathe. We don't pay for it. God gives to us freely. Sometimes, you know, can you imagine if God should just, just said, I'm, I'm freezing the air for just even two seconds. <laughs> God is good, though. Listen to this. Sometimes amazing, but the sickness that kill people did not kill you. Somebody had headache. Somebody had food poisoning. And they died. But you had the same headache. God healed you. Is it because you are handsome or beautiful? Or because your father is rich? Or because you are Ghanaian or Nigerian? Or because of what? God was just merciful. He healed us. He healed us. My, my head, oh, my head, oh, my head, oh. And within the rest of the person, person is gone. Mere headache. Sicknesses that killed people or killed others did not kill us. We got sick, but God healed us. Do you also know, the Sunday book, they get sick with some kinds of sicknesses or diseases and they're not able to even fight it because of lack of faith and strength? Do you know that? Some people, they, the mere fact that they hear of a certain sicknesses, the, the name of it or whatever, it scares them. So the fear they live with kills them. But thank God, if you are here and you're battling with any kind of sickness, whatever challenge you're going through, listen, through your things, God will administer healing. Listen, David says something in Psalm, Psalm, Psalm 6 verse 2 to 5. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O oh Lord, how long? 
Return, O Lord, deliver me. Oh, save me for, my, for your mercy's sake. For in death, there is no remembrance of you. In the grave, who will give you thanks? In the grave, who will thank the Lord? That is why, even if you're battling with any kind of sickness, thank the Lord. The more you thank him, the more you prolong your life. Because in the grave, you cannot thank God. In the grave, you cannot praise God. So as you have breath, ah, Eradi, Glory to God. The sixth reason why we must be grateful to God is for our abilities. Whatever we are able to do for our abilities. Philippians 4 verse 13. Philippians 4 verse 13. I also read 1 Timothy 1 verse 12. can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Whatever we are able to do is just by the grace of God. Can you kindly be upstanding? I want to lift up your hands. I want to put your hands down. Please kindly be seated. Thank you so much. What you did, somebody, as I talk right now, could not do it. Somebody's right now, as I'm speaking at the hospital, he cannot even get up. They've been lying on the bed. They have bed sores. They cannot even rise up and sit down. Somebody cannot even get up and stand. If you are able to do what you are able to do, listen, thank the Lord. If you are able to go to work and go and sit behind a computer and work, thank the Lord. If you are able to open your shop and go and do your business, thank the Lord. If customers are able to come to your shop and come and buy from you, thank the Lord. Whatever you are able to do is just by the grace of God. So I can do all things through Christ. The strength you have is Christ. Hallelujah. We can't do anything without our Father in heaven. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Don't take pride in your ability. Let me have first Timothy. Said, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me. Listen. Grace. Is an enablement from God that causes us to be able to do what we do. Grace is an enablement from God that causes us to be able to do what we are able to do. When you do the hair, you, you, you do it some way. Your styles are always nice. When you sew clothes, people come to you because your clothes are always nice. It's not because you went to a very good training school, but because of God. If your cakes are tasty like Atisha's cake, it's not because you went to the best catering school, but because the hands are blessed. If you are a fitter and you are able to work nicely, people are always coming to you. It's not because you are good. It's just by grace. Just by grace. Whatever that we are able to do, ah, God enables us to go out every day, go and work, make money to, able to provide for our families. Oh, You are able to go to school and sit down and study. Do you know that some people cannot even study? They pick the book, they can't even read because their head, migraine. They can sit down for three hours and study non-stop. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. So I thank Christ Jesus, my, our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful. God counted you faithful. 
That is why you are able to do well. And you are excelling in what you are doing. Hallelujah. When you cook, your food is so nice. It's not because you are, you are a good cook or your mother was a good cook. But, hallelujah. Somebody came to my house and was asking me, Mommy, no, my, my daughter who was at the hospital, I went to give her food. And she shouldn't give her card. Say, Mommy, let's open a restaurant. Eh? And she, you don't know that I'm a, I'm a YouTube, YouTube cook. Amen. Glory to God. Number seven. Let's thank God for strength. 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 Psalm 46 verse 1 to 3. For strength. The strength we have. Ah. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagle. They shall run and not be weary. Ah. The strength we have. And yet, it's not because of your technique. It's not, it's not Mojadro or uh, Blatonico. It's a strength from above. May you receive strength in the name of Jesus. All the strength we are enjoying is from God. In times of weakness, say, God is our refuge and strength. Present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. There's a song like that. Yesu kamehu odimeni ozimechi Yesu kamehu mamanehu mabebrese sasoteni dani butu Hallelujah. Even though the mountains shake and with the swelling, even though the waters roll and be troubled, we will not fear because God is with us. God has strengthened us to go through all that we have gone through. challenges, the difficulties, the fears, the tests of faith, all that you have been. Sometimes you go through some challenges and you don't even think you're able to go through it. Sometimes you are faced with fire and you are, you are so afraid. Sometimes challenges confront you and you are so scared. How am I going to handle this? Sometimes when it happens like that, you think that you are alone. Though your family can abandon you, your friends can give up on you, but not our God. Because sometimes what we go through, it's amazing. But we, we go through, we don't stay in. We go through the fire. So when you go through the fire, I'll be with you. When you go through the waters, it will not over, 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 overtake you. He's with us. Sometimes God, we are able to go through because God carries us through them. Even in times when we think that we are alone, God always strengthens us. He takes us through the challenges. Let me have Isaiah 43 verse 2. Through all the changing scenes of life in trouble and in joy the praises of my God shall still my life and tongue employ when you pass through the waters I'll be with you and through the, the rivers they shall not overflow you when you walk through the fire you shall not be burned nor shall the flames scorch you. God has been with us through everything. Can you imagine what you've gone through? The challenges you've gone through, we've all gone through through the year. All the challenges, all the problems, the frustrations, the oppressions, God posted against us and all kinds of things. But we are still standing here because he made a way for us. God strengthened us to go through. Some people are not strong enough to go through challenges. 
But God always takes us through the fire, not to break us. He takes us through the turbulence, not to break us, but just to strengthen us, to increase our faith, to fortify us in Him. Hallelujah. That is why we must always be grateful to God for everything that comes our way. Be it ugly, be it bad, be it fearful, be it oppressive or whatever it is. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Because God is taking you through that to prove to you what he is able to do. What God is able to do. Glory to God. Challenges were not meant to break us, but just to strengthen us in the Lord. Gratitude is also an act of trust. You know, when you are grateful to God, you have to put your trust in Him. Even when you are going through difficult times, and your times are tough, people are complaining, Ghana is now hard, oh, hey, Charlie, the money you pull, you won't pull. The sun is scorching hard, the heat, hey, pressure. And even through that midst of everything, you are still thanking God. You are exhibiting trust. You are exhibiting what? Trust. I thank God for what I'm going through. I thank you, oh God. I know that it will not always be like that. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Thank you for all my experiences. All the good, all the bad, all the ugly. But I thank you. I'm, I'm grateful. That should be our attitude. Thanking God for everything. The Bible says in Romans 8 verse 28 that all things work together for our good. To them that love the Lord who are called according to his purpose. All things. All things means everything. Be it bad. Be it ugly. Be fearful. Be scorching. It works together for our good. The last point. Be thankful to God for every, or be grateful to God for every good enjoyed throughout the year 2018. First Corinthians 4 verse 7. First Corinthians 4 verse 7. Every good that you enjoy, listen, let's thank God for them. For who makes you to differ from one another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did, if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? Every good that came to us was from God. Hallelujah. Sometimes God does things that we cannot understand. You just cannot understand. His ways are some way. This girl that I gave a testimony about this morning, I never ever knew that I could love somebody I didn't give birth to like that. And when she delivered, said, Mommy, I'm going to name my child after you. My husband has agreed. And she started weeping. I said, Mommy, I can't thank you for all that you have done. I'm like, I can't, me and cry, I don't even know. Because I don't understand myself. But that's how God works. I'm just a vessel. Every good that we enjoy, Let's thank God. In whatever medium God brings it, let's thank God. Because even if she was our brother good to you, or she was our brother good to you, thank God. Because God caused her to do what she did to you. Thank God for every good you enjoyed in 2018. You can't tell me that in this city didn't get a new shirt to wear. You can't tell me that in this city didn't buy one, one dress to wear. Or you didn't even wash your hair. Those who are that wig, you didn't. You didn't wash your hair. Your hair has been like that ah, from July up to now. That's a lie. You can't tell me that God has done a good one way or the other. One way or the other, He has been good to us. He has shown us His good. It's not because of anything. You have broke somebody that's you five cities. You think it was by chance? Hey, God just gave it to you. Oh, say, oh, my mother, thank you so much. God bless you. Father, I give you praise. Oh, thank you so much. Because it's the one who caused that person to give the five cities to you. Every good we enjoyed in 2018. Listen, 
thank God for there's a man I read in a book in the beginning of every year. I pray that some of us start doing this. He has this small jar with a with a cover. And every day that everything that ha- every good that happens to him in the year, he writes them in different, different colors of papers and folds them and drops them in the jar. And in December, the last month of the year, he opens the jar and unfolds every every good thing that happened to him. And sometimes say he weeps. He cries. Because, hey, this thing God did it for me. And look at that God. Every good. Let us start doing these things. So when you're showing gratitude in December, you you roll on the floor and thank God well. Hallelujah. Let's kindly be on our feet. Ansano nipo, ansano nipo, Buddha, lift up your voice and sing it. Ansano nipo, ansano nipo, ibaya. O Kratjazivu, Yabasubu, Yuda, O Anzanunipa, Anzanunipa, O Kratjazivu, Yabasubu, Lift up your voice and thank the Lord for His word that has come to you. Lord, I thank you for your word you have sent to me this morning. And Lord, help me to live that life of gratitude. Help me to live a thankful life. Increase me to live a thankful life. Thank you for the word of the Lord that has come to you this morning. Thank you for bringing your word to me. A word of gratitude. A word of not taking you for granted. A word to live a thankful and a grateful life. Help me to remember all the goodness. Help me not to forget. And grace me to be grateful. And grace me to be thankful. Thank you for the word. Thank you for your word you have sent to me. Thank you and thank you and thank you and thank you. Father, we bless you for your word. Thank you for a wedding season. Father, we ask for the grace. We ask for the strength. Not to take all the happenings in our lives for granted. And not to take anything as normal and as common. But a grace us to place value on every little thing that we think is little and to place value to appreciate you for that. What we see as nothing, people are praying and fasting for it. And grace us to see the value of the things you do for us in the name of Jesus. So that our lives will never be grounded. Because if we take you for granted, we can never go far. And the more we appreciate you, the more we invite more into our lives. And grace us, Lord, to be grateful, to be thankful, so that we can see more happenings in our lives. Whatever we have forgotten to thank you about, forgive us, Lord. Whatever we have not appreciated you about, forgive us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, from today, strengthen us and grace us. To be grateful to you. No matter what we go through, we declare as a people, as a church, as a family, we are grateful because you have done a lot for us. Thank you for a word in season. We know that our thanksgiving will be multiplied. The more we thank you, the more you do more for us. Help us not to locate on our weaknesses, on the things that are not working, 
but help us to identify the good side and all the things that you have done for us so that others can be worked on. Blessed be your name for your word. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Can we give a big, big, big clap of fun to the Lord? Hallelujah.